There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast, episode number 196. For those who are counting at home, uh, I am Jim, looking directly at Chuck. Yep. And uh, we got some stuff to talk about today, my friend. We have uh, some trailers, three of which I like to say the trio of trailers. And then we've got some news. No full review. We might talk a little expectations about Sabrina, maybe, because you finally finished it. Yes. Um, I watched it a while ago. I yeah. feel like it's been nine months, a full-term baby, but uh, we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk about it. But we got three trailers uh, of maybe some properties nobody's ever heard of. Um, we we got Bloodshot. The second yeah. Bloodshot trailer came out, and boy, was it the same thing. Yep. Not like ninety percent of it was the exact same thing, and I think the the only difference was that we finally saw him like albino, right? Yeah. Like maybe he was dipped in chalk. I don't know. I still don't think so. But it, it looked like a little. He was definitely lighter. Yeah, like, but it just could have been lighting. No, I don't think that was light. He was very light. He went from like a tan man to a a very uh, white whitish man, like as white as somebody could be without being albino. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even whiter. I don't know. What do you think of the trailer? Hit me with your thoughts on the second Vin Diesel vehicle bloodshot trailer. Didn't change my mind at all. Yeah. It really, I was hoping it would because when I heard they were making a um, actual big budget blockbuster Valiant movies, I was excited. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed Ninjak vs. Valiant Universe. Um, and I've read some of the comics and I like them. So I was excited when it, I was like, okay, they're going to get a big Hollywood studio budget, maybe a bigger name. And then we got Vin Diesel. Well, I mean, I listen. And, and Vin Diesel is a huge name. He is. And he's on the top 10 highest grossing movies list for a reason. Like he's established yeah. himself as a cinematic. And I'm not. How can I put this? Oh. I get why they cast him because he's a big name. I don't like him for Bloodshot. I also don't think like when I see the trailers, it's triple X. Yeah. Well, who would you have put as Bloodshot, though? Because, like, I'm in the same boat. I'll let you think about that, and I'll get my thoughts a little bit. Um, I was talking to Tom about this, and I agree with what he said in a text message, that everything in the movie works except for Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, it is very one-dimensional, and I think Vin Diesel is kind of a one-dimensional actor. He is. I, I don't think that he's this – he's not an Academy Award winner. He's no. He's an action star. He's – Schwarzenegger, he's Stallone in the 80s doing these movies that, like, no, he's Bruce Willis in the 80s. You know what I mean? Straight from Moonlight or Moon, Moonlighters to Die Hard. He's not going to establish that he has a huge range. No. You know what I mean? Um, Black Bolt is probably the best superhero fitted for him because you don't speak. Mm-hmm. He's got the body of a superhero, but it's very reminiscent to Blood, um, to Fast and the Furious. Yeah. It's very reminiscent to, um, Triple X, it kind of, look, kind of reminds me of a Terminator movie at some point and Assassin's Creed based on the, we're going back in time, everything's an illusion, you know, this blah, 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 he's a mercenary, we get it. My problem with the movie is it's Vin Diesel. Yeah. And honestly, if we stuck, I'm just throwing a name at like Sebastian Stan, just saying. Okay. You throw Sebastian Stan in there, no one's going to go, it reminds me of Triple X. Yeah. Because it. But he, Vin Diesel, like you said, make kind of makes the same movie over and over. Yeah, because he knows – well, he's in control of his his car. Yeah. So he knows what he wants and what works for him and Triple X and a man apart and knock around guys and Fast 75. They all work for him. Yeah. And that's what he wants to make. He, but he wants to be a superhero. Yeah. Could you have put in – like I feel like with this role, the only other, I guess, plug-and-play characters would be um, Momoa. But I don't think you're ever going to get him to shave his head. Yeah. Or Batista. Now, are any of those two better? Not really. Yeah, because you're, you know, you're talking, Mom- you're what you've called Momoa openly, my hero, my man crush forever. A wooden actor. I, and I took that back after Aquaman. Okay. Because I told, I, I liked his portrayal. Yes, him. you did. Um, And I haven't called him a wooden, wooden actor since. But. I think Momo would be a little different than that. I, again, don't think he would shave his head or a beard. I don't know. And I think Batista kind of 
is in the same realm of Vin Diesel. Yeah. So I think honestly, I think Batista might have a little more range. And 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 he might. I didn't see Stuber. Great. Not like I'm not saying like this is a thousand on Rotten Tomatoes, but like it was a fun watch. It was a fun little but fun little ditty. I just I don't know, like I think there's other people out there that could took that and wouldn't make it think it's a Fast and Furious or Triple X. But it just to me that's what it is. Like if you went to me and says this is Triple X four without telling me it's bloodshot, I'd be like Okay. <laughs> Triple X into the future. But you know what I mean? And and you could have like, oh, he, he died and they put nanobites nanotechnology yeah. in him. I wouldn't been been like, oh, okay. Yeah, I I just think like with this one, I'll go back to the trailer. It was very similar to the very first trailer. I feel like it didn't change yeah. anything. It was you know, we saw Toby Cabell getting killed, we saw mm-hmm. all this other stuff happen and we saw him fight the the guy with the octopus arms. We saw the hot chick. We saw the funny guy who works and kind of snitches on everybody. It didn't look like anything different for me. No. Um, I'm still kind of hung up on who could have played Bloodshot, but that's for another discussion. Um, this trailer, you know, I'm going to see it. I, we'll I'm going to see the see movie. Together. Yeah, because Chelsea's not going to want to see this at all. Um, this is a movie that I'm going to see, but as far as like this is your chance to create your universe – uh, DC is kind of sputtering away. Marvel's crushing it, obviously. Valiant could kind of, I've already said it, could have taken that next step and said, we're going to put out the unknown superheroes. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Kind of like what Netflix did with the Umbrella Academy and Amazon did with the boys. You make it work. They didn't make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other iterations of Bloodshot besides the bald Bloodshot. You know, Jason David Frank, for lack of better terms, is not a great actor either. Uh, he's a one-dimensional actor yeah. in my mind with the the Power Rangers stuff like that, but he crushed it as it did. Uh, Bloodshot. But also, it's a smaller sample size. We saw him in what, like maybe three minutes of a twenty-five minute series, yeah. or uh, like a fifty-minute series. So, and not a lot of dialogue. He grunted a lot, which I'm assuming Vin Diesel's going to do a lot of. I think a lot of it was they got the look right. Yeah, they got the look. They got. They didn't get the look right in this movie. No. No, no, they didn't. And not yet, at least. The main reason I'll see this is because of Valiant. I want to support them because I want to see more. Oh, if this, I don't. Think I don't. Is. I don't think this is going to be a blockbuster. This was a. This was your chance, and I. I feel like they're gonna. They're gonna drop it. And yeah. you know what? It is what it is. That's the the price we pay in this world that is so popular with or so infatuated with superheroes that we're gonna get duds. And we're going to get people like, yeah, I can make a superhero movie. It's real easy. And then they're going to find out it's not that easy. And I really think that this was the year for them to do it. Because there's not a lot of superhero movies. Marvel's putting out one. Yeah. uh, Two. Eternal's late, though, right? Yeah, but still this year. Eternal's a Black Widow. And Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, yeah. So normally you have... And Birds of Prey. Oh, I forgot about that one. Birds of Prey is going to be better than Bloodshot. You heard it here first. I agree with and that. And that looks like trash. I agree with that only because of the some of the cast. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, for the trailer, it's it didn't get any tingles in my, my jimmies. It, none. None. I was like, oh. Not even a little tingle? No, it was like two minutes of the same stuff, just cut differently. So I was like, all right, not going to have it. If this were, or if they wanted to go bald uh, bloodshot, I would have said maybe five years ago, you could have went Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And I think Woody Harrelson would have crushed it. Or if you want to get an actor who has range, who's never done a superhero movie. Well, he's done superhero movies, right? Uh, Sam Rockwell, I think, would have been good at it this too. But can he get big is the question. Could yeah. you get Kit Harrington to shave his head? Could you got – there's so many other people. Like if you go I'm, – I'm envisioning um, – what's his name? Angelo, right? There's an Angelo bloodshot, I believe is his name. Um, I can picture – he's got the slick back hair kind of like JDF had in Ninjack vs. the Alien Universe. Yeah. Luke Evans. Okay. Yeah. Or why does Bloodshot have to be a white guy? You could have got Michael B. Jordan for this. Ugh. But you could have, right? Yeah. He could have been Asian. You could have got Henry Golding for this. I'm fine with that. It could have been a big name, a bigger name with more range. Vin Diesel rings bells. He's a household name. Yeah. Right? Henry Golding's not a household name yet. Um, and neither- I, I think he will be. Yeah. And neither is Michael B. Jordan. Which I, I like Michael B. Jordan. Um, I think he's a good actor. I know you're indifferent on him, but 
I mean, why did why does he have to be a white guy who just because he turns white? No, I agree with that. I mean, they, the the world we live in has no problem recasting and changing the genders and changing the races of anything. Could have been somebody else. And and they could have been like, look, we're progressive. You know, everybody's happy in this movie. The villains, I don't know, but um, we're going to be talking about a lot of weird trailers today. Yeah. Because we're moving from Bloodshot because that's, it had its shot and missed. Yep. I'm going to say Bloodshot, shot its shot, and missed it. Yes. Didn't even hit rim. No. Didn't hit net, didn't hit anything. This was like, this was like, um, you ever watch uh, The Bucks? Yeah. You know Giannis Antetokounmpo? Yeah. Love him, right? He yeah. might be my favorite player in basketball right now. You just like to say a name. But I think he's a friggin' beast. Oh, he is. Um, and he's like body goals because he went from like my arm stature yeah. to being ripped diesel like a superhero. Um, I've watched him airball. Like not like like twenty feet away, and it just like a free throw, and it misses by like four feet. And it's kind of like that. It's kind of like when Shaq used to shoot free throws. Yeah, you're like, oh, where are you shooting, Shaq? Like knock your other eye into place. So anyway, let's go to a, a movie with my boy Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Guns Akimbo. Yeah, um, a movie that I'd never even heard of. Um, full disclosure, never even heard of it. You text me, and I said, what the hell is this shit? And it's by uh, directed by Jason Lee Howden, who worked on uh, Deathgasm. He wrote a movie called, that's his most known title, Deathgasm. Uh, he did visual, he's a visual effects guy. So he's done visual effects for uh, War of the Planet Apes, The Avengers, The, uh, the Wolverine, and so on. So good like, movies. Yeah, good movies. I mean, The Avengers, a billion dollar movie, he did visual effects on it. He's worked on Legion, did this thing called Pork Pie, but then he did Gods of Egypt. And I watched that movie. I wasted yeah. a lot of time on that movie. That movie is poop. So I saw it on a website that, you know, Daniel Radcliffe's new action movie comes. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is an audition for Moon Knight. And then I watched and I was like, huh. All right. So let's go to your thoughts first. And then I'm going to try and puzzle piece my brain back together. Um, It is Crank. Oh, my God. That's what I thought. Crank and Fortnite. It's, it's Crank. Um, I said, I'm watching it and first the kind of visual effects were like the emojis in the beginning. Yeah. That was kind of weird. And then I got a very, I got a very crank vibe. Oh yeah. I crank and like. I thought the guy who directed did crank. He might've been high on crank Yeah, when he was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this movie. And so, so I'm watching it and it, essentially these game show, I guess kidnap these people and make them fight yeah it's kind of like if twitch sponsored the purge yeah and it was like you got 24 hours to go out there or schism is gonna come after you and then, and then the best part of it is so they bolt guns to his hands yeah and he's not in pain yeah and he it's funny it's funnier than it, it's funny violent and it's action-packed yeah so it reminded me a lot of crank um, and then it stars him and uh, Samara Weaving, who is very up and coming. Yeah, um, she's a good actress. You know, she's the niece of Hugo Weaving. I'm not surprised. She's from Fiji, or she's been from South Australia, Adelaide, Fiji, Indonesia. Because she was in that uh, that what Ready or Not. Yeah, but she was she was also in three billboards outside of Epping, which was a great movie. Did you ever watch that? No. Oh, so good. And you know her next movie? Hit what? Bill and Ted's Face to Music. Yeah, she's got a... She plays... Uh, she plays Thea Preston. Yep. She's got a lot of stuff... Uh, well, listen, she's got Bill and Ted, which is fantastic, but she's also in Snake Eyes. She yeah, she's play, Scarlet. Yeah, she does play Scarlet. And she's super cute, and it's fun to... Like, not, she's not very cute in this. I mean, eyebrows do a lot for me. The lack of eyebrows bothers me. I didn't recognize it was her. Yeah. Until I looked it up. It looked like Sienna Miller. Because they just made her look real grungy. Kate Moss is who I'm thinking of. Oh, like heroin chic. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's essentially like what this is. She's got a yeah. neck tattoo. It's like a full paragraph from like, I don't know, a Billie Eilish song tattooed on her throat. So, so that movie Free Guy, right? Yeah. Kind of reminded me of her just on crack. I Listen, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. Yeah. I feel like. It's only appropriate that I snort meth for this movie. I, I mean, I want to see it. I'm not going to see it in theaters. No. This isn't a movie I spend money on. No. 
this is a late night movie where I'm like perusing through my channels and sci-fi or like Showtime Beyond comes on. And it's like Lake Placid 46. Thank tur- God. The and then it's like coming up next. You know him from Harry Potter. You know him from Horns. Guns Akimbo, starring we, Daniel Radcliffe. And I'm no, like, yeah, I'll watch it. And we told you. And no, and we told you, like, for telling. Like, I, we talked about this before. We felt like, I'm stepping away from Harry Potter. I'm going to do different things. Are you speaking as Daniel Radcliffe right now? Yeah. Or as Chuck Miller saying, I'm I'm going to do other things. I'm done with Harry but Potter. But no. Is like, this you pronouncing your disdain for we, Harry Potter? No. You remember how we were talking? It was recently, I think. We were talking about when casting for Moon Knight. I'm pretty sure we talked about Harry Potter all of, or Daniel Radcliffe all of 2020. Yeah. The thus but, far, five episodes. So we remember when we were talking about him as Moon Knight. Yeah. And we were talking about how he's like, I'm going to step away. And- he did Emporium, and he did uh, what Swiss Army Man. Fantastic. He did this. This is by far the furthest out there for him. Oh, absolutely. He's got four other projects coming out. Miss Sarajevo, we do not forget. Uh, he's doing a Kimmy Schmidt special and Escape from Pretoria. All right. Okay. So, But he was also, let's not, not discredit this man's acting prowess. He was also in Playmobil movie. I think that made negative money. I think that made like negative four hundred billion. Cats. Yeah, I mean, this movie bankrupt Playmobil and all the toys that come from Playmobil. So as soon as I remember when they were like, "We're making a Playmobil," we talked about it on here. What a trash like, idea! And I'm like, I hate a Playmobil. Yeah, it was all those like it was pegs. That's all you did. You're just pegging people. No one wants to watch all these toys getting pegged. It was. It's bootleg Legos. It's stupid. That's what it is. And we're not talking about it. Are you going to watch Guns Akimbo? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to because I think it looked fun. I uh, think it's going to be a, if it's on a Netflix thing, kind of, you know, two years down the line. I'm this should have been a Netflix movie. Yeah. I'm not going out of my way to watch it. This is easily, easily a four on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, no, maybe like a 15. You might be generous. It looks it looks ridiculous, but I'm pumped for it. Out like out of all these trailers, this is the only one that I was like, yeah, this is gonna be good. I think this is gonna. I'll review it on. Like I, I have a low bar. You do have. A low I've bar. seen Cats, which is a terrible movie, and like I've seen The Wizard of Oz, which is 98 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So you know what I mean. I've seen shit, and I've seen great movies. Like you're gonna show your kids movies. They even made The Wiz. Like I've seen all. Like they're not remaking Cats called Kittens with two Z's. They're not gonna make, do that. Let's talk about a show. Let's yeah. go to a Netflix show that uh, I never heard of. Nope. From an IDW comic. Yep. It's called October Faction. You see the cool trailer? Name. Very cool. I watched the first episode. Yeah, I watched the first six episodes right. uh, because I mistitled the the dates. I got lock and keys wrong. It's already out. Um, yeah, I watched it last night. Yeah, it came, came out. out it came, came out, out last night. night. Never comes out on a Thursday. No. And you know what? I think it came out on a Thursday because it was like we need that one day because Sabrina's gonna crush it. Like, we got it on, you like Sabrina? Boom. How about Monster Hunters with a witch and a warlock? That's what we got. And that's what we got. What did you think of the trailer when I showed, when I sent it to you? So, one, I never heard of it. Yeah. I was like, I have no idea what the hell is this. Netflix looks like it's buying all of IDW comics. So, I watched the trailer and I said, eh, okay. Like, you know, Monster Hunters is a cool idea. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe something. And then at the end, it was like, February 23rd. I'm like, oh, okay. I got nothing to do. Let me watch it. January 23rd. January 23rd. You're a month ahead, my friend. So I watched it. I don't know. It it didn't grab me. No. First episode definitely didn't grab it, me. It didn't. It's it's weird. Um, The cast doesn't grab me. No. And they, they didn't give me a single character. And I'm like I said, I'm six episodes in this. They didn't give me a single character that I knew or I liked. I know the main chicks from Bones. The uh, the mother, Dolores. Yeah. Uh other than that The guy I the dad I've seen before. Yeah, all he's played is like one episode's on like CSI Miami. Yeah, he, he always plays like a pencil pusher he, or the the fact you'll you'll watch if you watch the show and you continue with it, you will notice that this guy tries way too much to be like a badass like John Wick hunter type. Yeah. But he's like, he's more like Stuart from A Big Bang Theory who got a fucking duster. 
Emma's like, yeah, you could be John Wick today. Like, it, it, he's cosplaying John Wick. I After the trailer, I was like, okay, this is might be pretty cool. After the first episode, it's like, I don't know if I'm going to continue this. Yeah. it The second, like, up to where I'm at, like, obviously I've continued it. Because you watched six episodes. I watched six in episodes. A day? Yeah, well, like episode four is like thirty nine minutes. So I was like, oh, I can watch it. I got home at four. I went to bed at ten. Okay. Watched it with Chelsea. Um, it didn't grab me. It still hasn't grabbed me. Uh, but I'm I'm a sucker for punishment. I'm a glutton for punishment, and I continue to watch it. It gets better. I like the the idea of the mythos behind like this organization that contracts monster hunters out there. You really don't know what's going on with these kids, but they're alluding to some stuff with these kids. Uh, what I've noticed in the show is that I don't understand anything of what children say. I had no idea what they're talking about all the time. And, like, they don't speak full sentences. It's always <laughs> like, what you up to? Lit. Like, what I, What are you saying? It's like, it, I know you have a child. Yeah. But, like, I don't understand any of it. I can't even talk to my 20-year-old clients because I'm like, you guys sound stupid. Well, yeah, like she texted me. She she wrote MK. Well, I thought you were talking about Martin Luther King. Did she say it? That means MK. Okay. Yeah. She, so, Mr. Mackey from South Park. MK. Okay. She wrote MK, and I'm like, Are you trying to talk about Martin Luther King? Because his birthday's coming up. Mortal Kombat. And this was before Martin Luther King Day. And she was like, What are you talking about? I was like, You're talking about Martin Luther King. And she was like. What? I said, you said MK. She goes, yeah, MK. And I was like, I didn't know that. I thought you were talking about MK, like Martin Luther King. I feel like it needs three more M's for it being MK, uh, because... It should be M-M-M-M-M space K. I, I would th- go, oh, okay. I don't think that the problem in this scenario is you not knowing what MK means. How often do civil rights leaders come up in your text messages with your daughter? They don't. That's why I was confused. <laughs> so why would you think she's talking about Martin Luther King? I don't know. It could have been like make cookies, but cookies is spelled wrong. You know what I mean? The first thing I thought was Martin Luther King. I, I love that you're you're because it was you're it, driven for history, but so it was like that Sunday. So I'm thinking she was talking about Martin Luther King because the next day was Martin she, Luther King Day. You're ridiculous. You're absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, the show, as in the trailer, the trailer gave me nothing that I wanted to watch. No, but based on it's based on a comic. I didn't know the comic, so I was like, let's watch it. I watched it, wasn't happy with it. It's not the worst that I've watched. It's not the best that I've watched. It's Netflix. But what I will say about it is it's very reminiscent of a show that should have been on sci-fi. Like, the CGI is awful. Yeah. Um, I was, didn't, there, the first episode didn't have a lot of CGI. There's one scene in maybe episode three where a bus kind of skids out of control. And I swear I saw a hand move a Lego bus. Like, just like, I was like, Rrr! I was like, oh, this is so bad. And Charles was like, do you see how bad that background is, that green screen is? I was like, yeah, it's pretty bad. But the thing about the show is it doesn't give, like I said, it doesn't give me any characters that I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, I don't like the kids, and I know they're the main focal point. I don't like either of them. Um, and I think they're trying too hard to make like a super sci-fi Riverdale with characters that you don't like. Yeah. And this could obviously be set in a Riverdale universe, just like that Katie Keene show that's coming out on CW. Had no idea that was connected to Riverdale. All I seen was Katie Keene, and I'm like, at first I was thinking, uh, Batman, Kate Kane. Yeah, I was like, wait, she has her own show. Yeah, that that Katie Keene show looks like garbage. I, it's trash. It's like the CW Sex in the City. Yeah. Not, it's not going to work. Um, but yeah, that's our trailers. Uh, as far as like. The best of these three, it's Guns Akimbo. Because it made me laugh. Pro- I don't know. I'd honestly go Guns Akimbo, October Faction, because of the name. It's a very cool metal name. And Bloodshot Last. I don't know. So, Blood, or why I watched October Faction. It was, <laughs> I picked this over to watch the premiere of Legends of Tomorrow. That was garbage. So, I probably picked the better one. No, I don't know. God, Legends of Tomorrow was really bad. I watched three three premieres this week. It wasn't even a premiere because last week was the first episode of Legends. Yeah. This was season two, uh, episode two. I watched two premieres, I guess. I watched October Faction and I watched Picard. And Picard's good. I haven't watched Picard. Um, it's crazy to see Patrick Stewart walk. I forgot that he could actually walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so the like, next time I saw him, he was being carried. 
Yeah, I mean, he's getting carried. He's in a wheelchair. All his like all of my adult life, he's been in a wheelchair, and I don't watch Broadway. So I was like, oh man, when did he learn how to walk? And then I had to like re like reconfigure the schematics of what universe I was in. And I was like, okay, now we're in Star Trek, and I have no, no idea what's happening. <laughs> um, have no idea, but so far so good. I like it. A lot of people are saying it's a disaster, but Ch- uh, you're Chuck. Tom and I are gonna review the first episode of Picard and the Gentleman this weekend. The Gentleman looks good. Gentleman is dope. Can't wait. So excited. Uh, but let's move on to some of the news and some uh, some DC, some Marvel. It's like equal, fifty fifty. Yeah. So you remember back in the day. And by back in the day, I mean 2017, when Sony was like, yeah, we're going to make everybody in Spider-Man's universe have a movie. Yeah. Madam Wed's going to get one. MJ's going to get a movie. Oh, Ned's going to have three movies. Prequel to Ned's Declassified on Nickelodeon, but it's just starring a different person. Silver and Black. We're going to get Silver Sable, and we're going to get Black Cat to have a movie. Black Cat makes sense because, obviously, she's a sexy character. Silver Sable is one of those characters that, unless you're a diehard Spider-Man fan, you don't really know, right? So, like, we're going to make a team-up movie of two villain antiheroes, and we're going to see how it works. And then, I guess they saw DC's version of that, uh, Birds of Prey, and they're like, yeah, we're going to make this a movie, and we're going to make a TV show. So, that's where we're at, Chuck. Silver and Black is going to become a TV show, apparently. What are your thoughts on this? I don't know. I feel like Sony was, like, having a, a meeting. Yeah. And they were talking, and some guy goes, "What's? Let's name things that fans don't want, and give it to them." I'd be okay with a black cat show. And Absolutely they were like, okay "We're that. going to do Morbius. No one wanted it. Yeah, and we're gonna do Silver Sable TV." And it's like the only thing that in recent time that I can think of Silver Sable was the Spider-Man video game. Yeah, and you know she was dope in that, but like. These are characters that I don't care about. I like Black Cat. Black um, Cat's cool. And they alluded to her in The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. But it never happened. Yeah, it was um, Jen Erso played her. Yeah. Felicia Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I'll wait because I don't have any hope that Sony's going to be able to accomplish whatever they want to accomplish. Yeah. Um, but I said that with Morbius and Morbius is coming out and Venom 2 is coming out. Uh, so... One, where this falls is very, very important. Does it fall on Fox? Does it fall on sci-fi? Like, what's Sony going to do? I don't know any property television show, uh, stations that Sony might hold stake in, but I feel like this should be a streaming site. And that's what I, I – where is it going to premiere? Because that is a big deal. Yeah. Because if they're going to go, we're going to put it on Fox. Yeah. it's gonna, Well, they can't put it on Fox because that's Disney. Okay. We're going to put it on CBS. Oh, God. It would be awful. No, yes, Scott Kahn's going to be in it. If I feel if they go CBS, TBS, TNT, it's going to fail. You know what it's going to be? It's going to premiere on the Peacock, NBC streaming network. Yeah. But NBC, I think NBC's owned by Universal. I don't know. If, if they're smart, this is what Sony should do. And I don't know if Amy Pascal's there anymore. If I were the on the board of Sony, I'd say, listen, we've got to play the game of who's going to watch it, where they're going to watch it, and where we're going to get revenue. Are we going to get revenue on TBS? Probably not. Are we going to get revenue on TNT? Probably not. FX is owned by Disney. All the stuff that we can get away with a little MA is practically owned by Disney. We need to find a streaming site that wants this. HBO Max, they're looking for everything, right? You can get away with a lot on HBO Max, and you're going to get people who are going to want to watch it because Rick and Morty is going to be there. The DC stuff's going to be there. They're going to have a lot of fun stuff over there. That Game of Thrones um, Fire and Blood prequel might go over there if they're smart. They go directly to Netflix because Netflix is hurting for strong comic material because they lost all the Marvel stuff. You go in there and you say, well, we didn't lose all the Marvel stuff. We lost all the Disney Marvel. We lost all the good Marvel stuff. But we're going to get the Sony uh, Sony Marvel stuff. What about Prime? No, I wouldn't go to Prime. No. No. I feel like like a lot of people don't know the stuff on Prime anymore. Um, and Prime's got like in the battle of the the brands, and I'm not going to say Disney Plus because Disney Plus is great. I think Prime beats Netflix and uh, Hulu. I love everything that they've put out there that I've like. Sneaky Pete's great. Um, God, now I can't remember any of them. Jo- Jack Ryan's fantastic. The Boys, The Tick, everything that they marveling Ms. Mabel is. I hate that, but it's killing it. It, it killed it. It's a racks up a yeah. It's a Golden Globe juggernaut. Um, so they're they're definitely doing what they're supposed to on there. 
I don't know if Amazon wants to get into the superhero business with Marvel and Sony yeah. because that's a mess. But I feel like Netflix is like a fuckboy and goes out there and just claims to get messy. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, we'll take everybody. You know, people are, we'll just raise the price to eight ninety nine, and people won't complain about it. Um, I don't know who I want for any of these. Um, I feel like if it's TV, it changes everything. It does. Uh, because it also depends where it's at. If it's a, if it's a paid service, you most likely, like a Netflix or an Amazon, you can probably get a higher name. Oh, absolutely. But if you go TNT, TV, TBS, USA, CBS, you're gonna get again Will Holland and uh, yeah, you know Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes will play somebody. He, I don't know why I said Cody Rhodes, but you'll you're. <laughs> You'll get like up and comers that you might not know of, yep. um, which is okay. I mean, that's how the best actors and actresses started. They were up and comers, or they had famous parents. Uh, I'm looking at you, Liza Minnelli. Uh, but <laughs> it might be the first and only time we talk about Liza Minnelli. No, no, she'll get casted. Her force ghost or whatever. I don't know. Uh, what I'm going to say about this is, Silver and Black is already tr- troubled to me because. How are you going to coexist with Spider-Man? And how are you going to get Spider-Man onto a television show? Can a television network afford Tom Holland to coexist with these characters? Or are these guys going to be like, these, or these ladies, are they going to go out there and fight their own version of Spider-Man? Is this set in the Miles Morales universe? And you can start this around a Miles Morales Spider-Man. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? And that kind of answers the questions where it could be a bunch of nobodies. All you have to do is cast Donald Glover as Miles Morales and you're good to go. Won't happen. No, absolutely not. He's... Diehard Disney, we got it. But I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit on my laurels for this one and kind of wait and see what's gonna happen. I don't see much about this. Um, the fact that they've already moved it down to a television series kind of shows impending doom for this. Yeah. So I'll move away from that. Um, we'll go to Titans, a show that I haven't caught up on at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't caught up on it because I keep forgetting that it got renewed. <laughs> uh, and it did. It got renewed for three season, uh, season three. Yeah. And they're introducing two characters that we both love. We both know. Uh, we've talked about it on this podcast. I think two characters that we also have already kind of predicted in Titan Season 1, yeah. who we wanted. And that's Roy, a.k.a. Arsenal, and uh, Kaldor, uh, a.k.a. Aqualad, which is uh, really cool. I'm very happy for that. What are your thoughts on those two joining the, the squad? Well, I wanted Kaldor from the get-go. Absolutely, since Young Justice. And, and then that- when they introduced Garth, and I'm like, oh. Really, is this is the Aqualab we're getting? Well, you got to always pay homage to the to the first OG. It was always Garth, and you know, with this announcement, so I'm torn because I really don't like the way they did Roy in the Arrowverse. Okay, I and he's uh, getting a metal arm, Chuck. He's getting his metal arm. He's Arsenal now. So the. Titans have taken a lot, and I think, personally, a lot from Young Justice. Yeah, we. I mean, I've said that on every episode we've talked about Titans. Um, so if they go more Roy slash Arsenal on from Titans, that's one of the best iterations I've seen. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Caldor came from Young Justice. But I'm, I'm cool with that. I, I want to see the castings, of course. Um, probably a lot of nobodies. Because... Pretty much Titans has been casted of nobodies. Yeah. Um, but I'm I like that. I, I hope we see a little more Caldor than we saw Garth. Do we get Caldor killing Garth in this episode in like first season? Like, you're done, you're retired, boom, tried into the back, fillets him, sends him to like the shrimp king. I don't know. I I wrote it. There it is. Well see, you're I can't talk about anything because you're not caught up. You know where to find me, Jeff Johns. You know where to find me. I will say, bring Colton Haynes over. Now that now that the Titans have already been recognized in this Arrow CW universe, I say bring him over, do him justice on there, give him a whole new backstory. It nah. could have been time where uh, he had left and went crazy and bloodthirsty. I don't know. It's going to be Jensen Eccles. I'll, I'll tell uh. you that. Um, I'm curious to see how they portray Caldor because Caldor has got some crazy backstories. It'll be Cisco. It, I mean, fuck, sign me up. I'd like Corey Hawkins to be a Caldor. I can see that. I like Corey Hawkins. I can I can see that. And he's good. Or RJ Siler from um Okay. Uh, from Billy. Power Rangers. But he was already in Swamp Thing and he died like ASAP. 
first yeah. episode he died. So maybe he didn't die. He went into the water and became Kaldor. I picked Grey Worm. Remember? In- oh, yeah. Jacob uh, J- Jacob Alexander, right? That's yeah. his name? Not to be confused with George Costanza from <laughs> Seinfeld. Now, I'm excited about this. I think that, uh, like we've said, Young Justice is kind of the the story that they're going off of, and it's a good template, and they're slowly incorporating all the popular characters that we all like, and, uh, I mean, it's about time. Yeah. And maybe this is like the writing on the wall, like saying, like, look, we know that you guys are kind of on the fence with us, and we're listening, and not everything's going to be such an interpersonal, depressed universe, and we're going to get these guys, and we're going to have spin it off in the Young Justice once the DC Universe closes, mm-hmm. and it'll go all the way over to HBO Max, and you got Young Justice live action. Uh, I'm for it. Uh, but what I'm also for is some more DC news about movies and another TV show. Who knows where this one debuts, but J.J. Abrams, his little company called Bad Robot, yep. decided that he wanted to get into the business with Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers was like, let's do a, let's do superhero stuff. And J.J.'s like, I got movies. I wrote Star Wars. I put Star Wars out. Three versions of Star Wars I shot. The public only saw one. Released a JJ cut. And then they're like, well, we want you to do a superhero show. And he's like, well, I want to do a show and I want to do a movie. And that's what we're getting. We're getting a Justice League Dark Potential series. Yes. And there's been talks of a Zatanna series or a Zatanna movie. And there's also been talks of a Michael B. Jordan-led Superman uh, from Bad Robot. So I'm curious to see where we go. But let's talk Justice League Dark because that's right up our alley. And we've done this. Every year, <laughs> every year we talk about Justice League Dark and we fan cast Justice League Dark and sometimes it might change, but um, I had said five members, Yes, five member team. I didn't put Zatanna in there because she's talking about getting her movie. Yeah. I'm sure you did. I did. Which is normal. Uh, and we're going to do a little fan cast right off the top. So hit me with your five members of the Justice League Dark. Constantine. Of course. Just go with the, the cast members first. Let's see. How, not not the character. Or the, let's go characters, not the castings. Constantine, number one. Zatanna. Okay. Bobo. Detective Chimp. Detective Chimp. Well, very excited to see who you play him. Dead Man. Dead Man. Manbat. Manbat. So you did a lot. That's three? Oh, that's five. Um, we a got, lot of from... You did a lot of the rebirth. And I like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very cool. So we... Uh, we have two of the same with Constantine and Deadman. Uh, Zatanna would always be like my third because she's an OG member. She's the, one of the most powerful members, but I had to keep her out because of the, um, you know, the the movie, impending movie. Um, so I'm going to go over my five and then we can kind of riff off that. Um, Detective Chimp was on my list and I crossed them out because I couldn't get the voice actor down. I didn't know, like, I feel like they'd go like Kevin Hart. And it'd be something ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sitting there thinking of who it could be. And <laughs> you know who I think? Yeah. Rami Malik would be awesome as uh, Detective Chimp, as Bobo. Yeah. Have that nice, cool accent. That would have been really, really cool. But didn't he just. He played somebody in uh, Dr. Doolittle, which, man, how disappointed am I in yeah. that? That was, that was like my. I want. That was dream board material when I was a kid. I was going to be. James Doolittle. I was going to change my name to James Doolittle. It rhymes with Doolittle. So, so we're sitting here and I can't get it out of my head. Jason Alexander with the George Costanza as Bobo. Okay. Who's he play? He's in. Um, He's in Harley Quinn. He plays the uh, landlord. Yeah. Maury, right? Or, yeah. Mort or whatever the name is. All right. So I went Constantine as well. My ideal casting for Constantine is Matt Ryan. Is Well, yeah. Th- besides. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is is Constantine to me. Yeah. I love Keanu, but I don't think that – like, he was good in Constantine, but he's not my Constantine. Yeah. Matt Ryan is my Constantine. But if I had a dream board, we'll stick to dream boards, and we had to throw a name on there, that would be perfect. It was Colin Farrell. Okay. I thought Colin Farrell would be super dope. He smokes – it seems like he smokes all the time. He – Constantine is a womanizer. Con, Colin Farrell appears to be a womanizer. Um, Matt Ryan reminds me of a broke man, Confer. Right, and I love Confer. Uh, however, he's now the Penguin. Yeah, and it's a little disappointing because I think they're kind of wasting him in that. Yes, uh, as in like a you're in a, a rogues movie. Unless they're going to give him the Joker treatment. Oh, they're not going to give him a Joker treatment. The Penguin. I don't know if that carries weight. I don't know. 
So I went with somebody that we've talked about a lot, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> What's furthest away from a superhero than Constantine, a Gun- guy who doesn't want to be a superhero? Guns Akimbo. Yeah, Guns Akimbo. <laughs> Just, but Daniel Radcliffe's a little short. Yeah. So I don't know. It was either Daniel Radcliffe or Shia LaBeouf. It was a little guy for me. Who did I pick? For? Oh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Well, I mean, he was uh, Guillermo's top choice. It's like a lot of people yeah. want Constantine to be Tom Cruise, but personally, I don't see it. No. My next one was Swamp Thing. I think he didn't get any any justice in that series. That's why I didn't pick him because I was like, eh. No, I think with the right team and the right funding, and I think JJ could absolutely kill it with Swamp Thing. Did, honestly, they should get the same production team. Because I think Swamp Thing looked great. Well, that was Creepy Robot. Yeah. Or that was uh, Creepy Creep, Puppy. Creepy Puppy. Uh, but they, he looked great. Yeah, I mean, he was perfect. And Derek Mears was awesome as yes. him. But I want Ron Perlman as Swamp Thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's plug and play. And I think that's exactly what I had said on our Justice League Dark episode. Yeah. Um, I also picked somebody who's kind of hot in the Gotham City Monsters comics right now. A character who's on the rise in the rebirth, Andrew Bennett, the living vampire. Okay. Or the immortal vampire to just play off of Morbius and yeah. you know it's going to come. You know, it's either Man Bat or Andrew Bennett. Yeah. You know, we got two vampires coming out of uh, Marvel with Blade and Morbius and DC is going to be like, oh, we're behind the eight ball. So Andrew Bennett and I think uh, Dr. Montgomery Okay. Uh, from Stranger Things would be uh, pretty awesome. My um, honorable mention, I was thinking of putting, um, oh, what's that character? Uh, Etrigan. Well, he's. I haven't even finished mine. Oh, I thought you finished. We're three into it, and you've you're already gone to your honorable mention. <laughs> um, I picked Dead Man. I was. I, I love keep, Dead Man. I keep picturing uh, little man Satoru playing his voice, Brucey. Yeah, and I was like, you can't be Dead Man. <laughs> no, he can never be Dead Man. But so I went with. So Dead Man. Okay. It kind. It's kind of ironic that it wasn't just in a stream of consciousness. I talked about kind of uh, changing the race of Bloodshot. Okay. I did the exact same thing for Dead Man. I picked Lance Reddick <laughs> from um, John Wick, yeah. the concierge. He's he's tall, he's thin. And he's awesome. He's a badass. I was thinking... Doug Jones. Doug Jones, exactly. Yeah, yeah Doug Jones. Doug I mean, Jones looks like Dead Man. Honestly, Doug Jones could play any of these characters. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, he could be Swamp Thing. He could be Constantine. Uh, but... Doug Jones is, is a god. I just prefer him as character acting. Yeah. Because I think he's he's fantastic at it. It's not yes. that he's a terrible real actor, but character acting is real acting, and he's fantastic. My not honorable mention, my fifth one, Chuck. Now, one, two, three, four, five. Etrigan. Jason Blood. No. Well, yeah. Sean, yeah. I thought you meant Jason Blood was like who I'm casting. I was like, I don't know <laughs> Jason Blood. Uh, Etrigan is going to be played by a man who dies in literally every movie. Sean Bean. <laughs> and and i i think that like honestly i think this fits for a television show yeah you know what i mean i that's what they're ser- they're talking about a series so i was like eh, let's not go huge because my wish list is huge for justice league dark because i feel like that's what the whole comic book genre is missing a mm-hmm. dark horror based kind of series and we're getting it with new mutants but that's a one and done dr strange marvel didn't want to do it that way so i feel like that's what kind of everybody's missing so I thought that would be pretty cool. Uh, let's go to the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Are you on board with this? With yeah. This oh, I, I, I don't know about a series. Really? I, I want a movie. This, I want a dark universe. This is definitely HBO Max. Oh, definitely. Now that HBO is getting everything DC, yeah, definitely. And it's JJ. I don't think DC Universe can afford JJ no. Abrams and his studio. No, I think DC Universe is going to be gone within yeah. the next year. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised it's even still around. Um, now, you know, I'm going to err on the side of caution here. This, Not all this stuff that we're talking about that Warner Brothers has done made with J.J. Abrams is going to be a J.J. Abrams joint. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a bad a, robot yes. joint, um, a la Cloverfield, uh, 13, uh, 13 Cloverfield Lane, right? 10 Cloverfield Lane. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, Overlord. Overlord. Yeah, it's, it's going to be in that, those veins. And I think, did you ever see Overlord? No. Man, what a weird movie, but what a fun weird movie. Yeah. Like it's a it's a movie you watch and you're like, yeah, I'll never watch that again, but it's okay. So last week I had nothing to watch. Nothing was back and I was going Did you watch Six Underground? Oh yeah, we've talked, yeah, I've we watched talked that about already. that disaster. That was when I was was sick. That's when you should have been high. Yeah. I was I couldn't breathe. Yeah, come on, Bane. What talk about so anyway, we're I'm like, what am I gonna watch? I ended up watching Highwaymen and I was either Overlord or Highwaymen. 
That's with Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner. And yeah. that movie was great. Talking about to say Kevin Spacey. And it was uh it's about the guys that hunted and uh killed Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, great it okay, won a ton of awards, I believe. No, nah, I don't know. Won any, but the movie was great. Made a bit might have been nominated. What's that from two thousand seventeen? It was eighteen uh late eighteen. Okay, so we're we're definitely went back both in time. Yeah. Overlord and I might have been ni- early nineteen. You know what it was? It was March of last year. Great, good month. Month of my birth. Yeah. Shout out to all the Pisces out there. Um, let's go to the final thing. And this is the one that's got the most legs because it's kind of concrete. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't hit any trouble a la Ewan McGregor's uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan series where everyone's like, oh, it's bad. It's going to be really bad. No one's going to do it. And Ewan McGregor comes out and I'm like, no, that's BS. We're going to do it. It's just getting pushed back a year. It's not going to affect the release date. Obi-Wan's still happening. Yeah. I guess you've heard it here 300th time <laughs> if you've read it on any website that you follow uh but anyway we're gonna talk marvel disney plus coming out with another series called falcon and winter soldier yeah we already know a lot about it sam sam mac uh, anthony mackie sebastian stan they're in it we're getting emily van camp mm-hmm. we're gonna get uh wyatt russell is playing u.s agent which looks great it's about the u.s government not accepting the falcon as captain america which seems like it's going to be based on they don't trust him yeah. because he was a war criminal. I hope this doesn't turn into a race thing, but I feel like it might. And I'm a little, little upset. No, if that's- I think it's going to be a war criminal. All right. But he saved the day. He was yeah. a hero. Or maybe, maybe because he died, died in Infinity War, they might not have him on record anymore. Yeah. True. So he's, you know, maybe that's a whole gray area. Who knows? But they're not accepting him. Uh, but what they're saying is now uh, that Falcon and Winter Soldier can introduce the Thunderbolts. And this is a character, these are a group of characters that we've already talked about a ton yeah. uh, on all the Netflix shows. Because we're like, yeah, Thunderbolts is going to turn out of this. They're talking about making a Thunderbolt series. And I was like, okay, I can totally see a Thunderbolt series coming out. And I totally want a Thunderbolt series. I think this is the right spot to make the Thunderbolts debut in. Yep. Because what better way for Sam and Bucky to have to fight U.S. Agent, but now they have to fight a gang of supervillains. Or not even supervillains, antiheroes who... Just like to tear things up. Yeah. So I did the same thing. Five characters. Five castings if you did them. Who do you got? Let's go characters first. Let's see how many so we have. I made two lists. Okay. Ooh, look at you. I made a list that I think is going to happen. Okay. Is Jolt part of it? No. Because they're talking about Jolt actually being on the no. show. Oh, no. So I made a list where a lot of them are characters we've seen before. Okay. And I think it's practical. Then I made a list that it was like, this would be really cool. Okay. Never happened. So my first list. Oh, I know your your second list. I bet I know it. You probably it's don't. It's going to be Lockheed, Lockjaw, um, no. Howard the Duck, Squirrel Girl, and let's just, let's just say for fun, Throg. You didn't get any of them. Super right. Pets. So. Do your first list. Come my on. first list. Punisher. Obviously. Because is he, is he the leader of this though. Yes. Okay. My second one, I it's a character we've seen before. He's currently in the MCU. Red Hulk. Yeah, I mean obviously he's he's on the list. Thaddeus Ross. Yes. Then the next two are characters that we've seen, but not necessarily I would like them to come back, but they could recast. Can I can I guess them? Yeah. Uh Electra. Yep. And it's either Luke Cage or Bullseye. Luke. Yeah. Okay. And then one that we've actually talked about, and we've fancasted this, Hyperion. Ooh. Hyperion would be fun. Who would you? Who do you? John Cena. Go to your second list. You can think about Hyperion. <laughs> second list. This is more um, not practical. Okay, so it's the Avenger pets. I know. Okay. Ghost Rider. Okay. Atlas slash Goliath. Okay. Because I think that would be cool. Yeah. Um. Charcoal. They're just gonna get all the, the sponsored by Kingsford, dude. I I re- remember charcoal for as it like in Thunderbolts comments as a kid, but I don't like I didn't read much of him. Mm-hmm. Dude, he looks awesome. Yeah, he just looks like a big piece of charcoal, and then he has the um, he has fire manipulation and carbon form ability to reshape into carbon form like fiery charcoal and diamond. Great. So he's like absorbing man, but if he yeah. were actually a piece of charcoal, yeah. he was a charred lump. Four 
Songburn. Songburn, yeah. Five, and this is a jab at Swamp Thing because of the DC Universe? Man Thing. Fucking Man Thing. Man Thing would be fun. Uh, That'd be real fun. So I, mean, I think my first list is more practical. Yeah. Your first list is pretty close to mine. I think one of your impracticals actually fits on my practical. And we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, do you have any castings? Well, obviously, we're going to go William Hurt. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. we'll go Johnny Bernthal. Yep. Elodie Young. I, I like her, but I can't. You bring Jennifer Gardner back? Oh, I would love that. Okay. Um, And definitely Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. Okay. I mean, what's he doing? He's got evil. Yeah. I think he would drop evil in a heartbeat to go back to yeah. a Disney Plus joint. That would be awesome. All right. Uh, we are three for five okay. on this one. Obviously, I think Red Red Hulk is uh, going to be in it. I think he's got some – his stink is on this. And they've been talking about doing a Red Hulk either serious movie. Yeah. Now that Marvel owns the rights to Hulk, uh, the filming rights, they could do all that type of stuff. Uh, I'd like to see a Red Hulk debut on this and then transition to She-Hulk okay. and kind of move into that that area. Uh, but that was William Hurt, obviously. Uh, we're going to go Johnny Bernthal, obviously, because yep. the Punisher was super dope. I think Red Hulk leads this, uh, leads the Thunderbolts, then leaves, goes to whatever, goes to She-Hulk, and Johnny Bernthal takes over. Okay. They add another one, maybe Luke Cage or someone else. Uh, then we have Elektra, and I'd be fine with Lodi Young coming back. Yep. Um, and it's very easy. Uh, and then we got somebody who we's already we've already seen in the universe uh, that could potentially end up on the Sinister Six, but depending on the Morbius movie and, and Venom, I mean, uh, Bokeem Woodbine, Shocker. That's not who I. Who'd you think, Scorpion? I thought you were talking about um, Green Goblin. No, we don't have him yet. No, I said he already existed. Yeah, okay. Um, but we don't know where Bokeem Woodbine went. No, and he's still alive in the universe, and we know that Logan Marshall Green is already dead in the universe. And then with the addition and the rumors that Scorpion and um, Craven are going to be the villains in Spider-Man 3, and then it comes out that Mysterio is still alive. We already got like eight or nine rogues already. Yeah. So I feel like Shocker is going to get the B-list heroes, which are mm-hmm. B-list villains, so Thunderbolts. And then my pra- my practical versus your impractical was actually Ghost Rider uh, because Hulu was going to do a Ghost Rider series, and it's gone. So you still have that IP. You can either take it to a movie – or you could bring it right to the Thunderbolts. Now, Johnny, I went Johnny Blaze. Well, Johnny Blaze was the yeah. Thunderbolt version. But I feel like they could go Robbie Reyes. Yeah. But I'm going Norman Reedus as, John, as Johnny Blaze. Okay. So I'm okay with that. I'd like, and I, I don't think any of these are off base. I actually think that Electra could be casted uh, a bigger actress. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I mean, you know, Constance Wu is great, but a, oh. you got to get like a Greek actress for. I, I love Constance. Yeah, I know you. Uh, but you got to get a Greek actress, and I like, I like Elodie Young, uh, and I, I think she did a really good job at the stuff that we saw on Daredevil. And this could kind of spiral into, you know, they pop up in different movies, they ha- get their own series. Uh, you know, a lot of these shows that we're going to be talking about in the coming years, um, you know, WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye, if that ever happens, <laughs> and then this series may not get a season two. These might be limited series, one and done. You got to establish characters that come out next. Is U.S. Agent going to be another character that gets his own series? It, are the Thunderbolts going to get their series? Kate Bishop, is she going to spiral into a new series? Uh, what happens with Loki? Does the Enchanter show up on Loki? And then we move in, like she moves into Thor 17 tw- in 2090. I, I don't know. But I feel like that that's not outside of the realm of actually happening. Ghost Rider is the farthest stretch. Yeah. I mean, I. You could take everybody. I mean, you could make an evil daredevil that shows up on the Thunderbolts. You get Iron Fist. You know, you can get charcoal. You can get lighter fluid. You can get whoever you want on there. But I think uh, I, I like I like both of our lists. Your out of control list, not that out of control. They're all members, and some of them are new characters that should be introduced. Yeah, so that's I'm, why a lot of them like Man Thing. No one knows about Man Thing. Yeah, and who who's to say that like. I only said five because I was watching a basketball game and I was like, oh, let's go with a starting five. Could be eight. It could be the entire, like the Thunderbolts could be a syndicate where they're splinter cells or sleeper cells and they have tons of stuff. Mm -hmm. The Thunderbolts could spiral out of what Killmonger came from. Yeah. uh, What Kraven's coming out of. Like all these characters could be under the Thunderbolt moniker, but then make their own kind of subsect. It's kind of like the Latin Kings or the Mm -hmm. Bloods or the Crips where you're, you know, (laughs) you pay your dues to that union. But yeah. you're the 
flashy shoe crips and you're the the nickel bloods or whatever they're called i don't know i don't know gangs but nickel bloods. You, you go you go to that so i don't know man uh i'd watch it yeah i'd watch that series I'm i'd watch watch that series anyway the only series i don't think i'd watch is silver and black <laughs> and it's got nothing to do with the, it being two female leads so no. whatever you're gonna say out there feminists cool it I, I want to talk about a female lead show real quick, and then we're going to get out of here. And that is Green Arrow and the Canaries, because we watched the last episode, of, yeah. or second to last episode of Arrow, and this kind of seems like a prequel. So based on that very first preview episode that we're getting, 2040, where no one's aged, no. <laughs> uh, nobody, like, if anything, they got prettier. You know, there's no wrinkles. They got different haircuts, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the post-crisis on Infinite Earths? Uh, Black Canary and Green Arrow, or Green Arrow and the Canaries show that is going to spin out of Arrow. That's a congested mouthful right there. It it was okay. Okay. I, if that was a, the pilot, I could see. I kind of think they dropped the ball with the Arrow dying. Spoiler alert. In Crisis. Yeah. And making his last two episodes essentially pilot for the next one well the next one isn't the the final episode isn't 2040 no it's not it's them kind of recovering and felicity is going to be back probably with a young mia um and actually next week we're going to talk about um steven amell's as an actor in arrow we're going to pay homage to the show that started this all um to your point i think they dropped the ball a little bit yeah of course um the action sequences were cool yeah because i mean it was arrow yeah we we enjoy james bamford and all his stuff um i think that the future looks cool um i on when laurel came in and kind of hit mia with the the ring i was like oh now this is cool this is pretty cool and then it started off like they're establishing that deathstroke's still a bad guy and then there's all this post-crisis fallout stuff i'm kind of indifferent i'm gonna watch it because you know of canon yeah and uh i want to see where this goes and and you know uh what's her name um catherine mcnamara looks great so i'm definitely gonna watch that um so i'll go i'm gonna go like a solid three and a half for this if this were the pilot and i kind of think this could be the pilot um where you don't have like the first episode is obviously going to be the pilot but this has already been tested yeah for two seasons um, I like what they're doing with Laurel's character as Black Siren. I like what they're doing with Dinah's character, that she's kind of like the Canary, where she's a singer, she's a songbird. I think that that's really cool. Uh, they both have their sonic screams, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, so I'd like to see how they explore that post-crisis, because Dinah, to my knowledge, doesn't have her scream or her canary cry in Arrow. She got her, remember, she got her third yep. slit by Richard Dragon. So, um, I don't know. I'm on the fence. Uh, I'm going to watch it for sure. We'll see when it comes out. And uh, yeah, that's I think that's it, man. Yeah. I think that's our episode. We're going to get out of here. Uh, not know any full reviews. Sabrina's already out, so go and watch this. By the time you're listening to this, you've probably already watched it. By the time I edit this, I've already finished it. Um, <laughs> watch The October Faction if you got 10 hours to do nothing on a rainy Saturday. And then, um, yeah, come back here next week as we get inch closer it's episode 200. Yeah. Episode 197 is coming out. We're going to do some some fan fan theory stuff with the trailers and television shows, all the news and stuff comes out. Uh, but what I'd like to do next week, besides talk about Stephen Amell, is we're also going to do a mini preview uh, and our expectations for Birds of Prey. Okay. We're going to go back to a little bit of a preview, kind of like what we think we're going to get, how we're going to like this movie, uh, if we're going to like this movie, what characters are going to shine, stuff like that. Um, so follow us on all social medias, the Active Geek Podcast. Support the network. It was us, Fla- Box Office Flashback Podcast, Binks in the Beards, and Galaxy Wars, which is like I said, uh, we'll already have their new our newest episode out, which is the gentleman, not yeah, the gentleman and Picard review uh, of, of the pilot. And then uh, follow Chuck on Instagram, Chuck underscore the Active Geek, AG Cosplay, the coolest little cosplayer on the planet. Uh, with some pretty cool KokoriCon posts up in there. Yeah. So give them a like and a share. Um, while you're liking and sharing pictures on Instagram, like and share our podcast. Yeah. The, the more expo- exposure, the more guests, potential ads, uh, you know, more cons that we can go to. 
uh, the more fun these two gentlemen from New Jersey will have. So like I said, next week, 197, we'll be back uh, for the Active Geek Podcast. I am Jim. I am Chuck. And we are out.